Hello and good evening, everyone. Uh, Star Trek, the original se series, season two, episode 11, or possibly episode 12, depending on what order you go by. Uh, the Deadly Years is over, and it has been since December 8th of 1967, but we're just getting started here on Live Long and Podcast. I'm Dave Mater, coming at you with Star Trek and uh, TV uh, movie reviews. Oh man, I can't talk tonight. Um, and uh, and we're, we're here for another edition of Ted Tracks as we continue our mission to watch every episode of the original series, not in order. We, we got four left, and The Deadly Years is our fourth from last. We got a great panel to break this all down. First of all, we're bringing in my dad, Ted. How are you doing tonight, Dad? Good, thanks. Ready to talk about The Deadly Years? Ready to talk about it, yeah. It's your favorite subject, Good old year. age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a beauty. Bring it in next. We got Jody Simpson. How are you doing tonight, Jody? Hello. They should have called this episode the dementia years. The dementia years, or just like the, the grumpy years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what you I what, what I gotta keep saying things twice. And we also have Ashley Millard with us tonight. How are you doing tonight, Ashley? I'm good. Good. You ready to talk about the deadly years? I am. Deadly Wait. days. Deadly days, years, months, all those things. And bringing in all our panel here, let's break this all down and talk about this episode. Um, which An episode I definitely have seen before, but it's been a minute. I didn't remember a lot about it. Um, I, I, did, I forgot that the Romulans were in this episode, although you know, just in their ships. We don't actually so, see them. So did they, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> I, I I never really think of this as being a Romulan episode, but it sure it sure is. Um, at least in part. Um, although it's also uh, largely centered on the Enterprise and uh, more of a makeup episode. Dad, the Deadly yeah. Years. Do you like this episode? Eh, I kind of was okay. I, you know, I'm not big on uh, you know showing all the like, get, they're getting real old and stuff. Yeah, so you, you've, you've talked about that because I was like, oh, you should check out when like, you know, James Doohan as Scotty was on on The Next Generation and where Leonard Nimoy did a guest spot on Next Generation. You're like, I don't want to see those guys in their old years showing yeah. up 30 years later. They weren't in their prime. You like to see guys in their prime. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, like Kirk. But it Kirk, is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I, I actually think this is a pretty interesting episode in terms of just like a, an interesting space sickness for the affliction for the crew to go. Let's go to Jody next. Jody, um, uh, uh, the deadly years. Where does this sort of rank for you? Uh, well, I don't think I'm giving my number right now, but no, I, no, no. I, I, I'm I'm kind of with Ted on this one. the The whole point of this show is to see the adventures of these characters, and you spend more time. This is like the geriatric version of it. And it's just yeah. kind of meh kind of boring i found it's boring and meh says jody okay let's go to ashley that next. sums it up it's definitely not my favorite episode although okay. watching it on a 4k tv with the makeup is hilarious mm. so that yes. was that was especially fun. the wigs especially <laughs> since i was watching it with my kids and their comments were epic <laughs> yeah. let's hear about those yeah like uh the makeup is definitely um it's kind of all over the place in this episode i think in some depending on how close up you are with it really i find in some scenes it's it's good and in other scenes it's um very noticeable you can see like sort of like the shifting underneath the glue and the latex in it was some good areas. makeup for 60s resolution tvs like it's... yes yeah. kirk is older 
this is like the oldest Kirk you see, but he has more hair than he did a few scenes yeah. before this. Right. Yeah. What's also strange to me in some ways is that um, like, obviously we know what these actors look like, or for the most part, we know what they look like as older men or like mostly as men, because I don't think we see an older Uhura or chapel here, but um, th like, this is well, not what William Shatner would look like in his old age per se. Not exactly. A little bit. No, he looks better in real life than he does in the uh, old, in this old man Kirk. Right. Old Shatner uh, looks better. Who else do we have in this one? We've got, we got old Scotty. This also doesn't look like Which, James Doohan. Yeah, it didn't look like James Doohan when he was older. <laughs> no. Uh, wait aside. Um, he mostly just looks like he's been through a snowstorm. <laughs> well, he was stuck on a Dyson sphere for ages. So Yes, so. in the transporter loop. Yes. Uh, who else we got? Uh, and McCoy. He, oh, where's he? That. That's that's Starship. I know. I'm trying to find a picture of old McCoy. I don't have one. Okay. So, but he's he's got his hair gets super long and, and yeah. whatever. You're right there, Dad. Oh yeah. Thought I was Hello, having another vertigo over. episode I'm here. Technical malfunctions. Okay. We got you a got tripod issue here. Got tripod issues. They're malfunctioning. Uh, the tripod. It's not very good. It's very loose. Yeah, it's well, don't 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 wrestle it or don't knock it. Okay. But let's talk about this episode, maybe piece by piece, kind of talk about the different reactions we had to the different parts. Just chime in if you had something to say about it. Uh so check out so they beam down to the planet, and this is some other planet uh, that the Enterprise is meant to visit, uh, a, a research outpost of some sort. Um, and uh and they said, Well, they said we were coming, and Kirk kind of mentions I don't know. I called this guy Robert Johnson, and he was kind of foggy when I called him. He was not really sharp like I would expect him to be. Um, that's kind of the setup of the episode. And then um, they're kind of looking around for people. Chekhov is the one who finds people, and they find like sort of this this old um, corpse. Well, he finds uh, a dead guy. He finds a dead yeah. guy. He's like, ah, ah. That's my Chekhov scared. The best. Uh, the best question. part of this entire episode is Chekhov freaking out. This saves this saves everybody though him freaking out because this get, let, leads them to the cure. Well, yeah, but he they um, yeah, it did did figure that out. Yeah, at the end, that's what cured them. So if if, if Chekhov hadn't been a little scaredy cat, we would the, he saved the day really because you know, and I like later on when they're like, we got to test Chekhov every way. You know, he's like. You, is this going to hurt? And he's like, did it hurt last time? He goes, yes. He goes, whatever. We're just going to do it. <laughs> because we got it. We got to save the day here. Yeah, and so we end up meeting um, the, what is this, Robert Johnson and his lovely wife. Uh, let's bring them in. Uh, he's 29 and she's 27. Uh, they got some, you know. I, yeah. You know, you'll have to speak louder. You'll have to speak louder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Robert Johnson, he's also got like sort of a Eastern ac European accent of sorts almost or something going on there. I'm not sure where Robert Johnson's meant to be from. Um, you have the to wicked speak witch of the West. What's that? And she's the Wicked Witch of the West. Probably British. Brit is it British? This is a British she, she accent. She looks like she's from Wizard of Oz. 
She looks like she doesn't know where she is mostly. I think that's what they were going for is that like, okay, so what we learned is that this, they get infected with this radiation, uh, this planet, there was a comet that had come through the system and the orbit of the planet, I guess, had contracted that. And uh, so anybody who beamed down was infected with this radiation, which they, it caused them to rapidly age and to the point where they died. And almost all these colonists that they, they went to initially investigate, they all died. Uh, and all of this away team mission, which is like, it's Kirk, it's Spock, it's Scotty, it's Chekhov, who, because he got scared, he was like left immune or cured from it. Uh, there's a couple other officers, Lieutenant Galway. Uh, she McCoy. actually dies. Galway? Uh, yeah, yeah, I wonder who's going to die in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> she's not a red shirt, though. Uh, she's a blue shirt. Uh, where is she? Well, and the worst thing about her is you have no idea why she's even there. She's just there. She's there to die. No, but like there's there's no logic. Her and the other one, neither one of them, there's no logic as to why they're there at all. Yeah. Like she serves no purpose other than dying eventually. To die. Yeah. Yeah. She becomes oh wait, wait, here's here's the older Lieutenant Galway who wraps this yellow scarf thing around her neck for some reason. I don't quite get that. It was probably the latex was probably showing on the Oh they to, yeah, they couldn't they had conceal to probably it. have to cover it or something, yeah. They That's my get, guess, anyway. Couldn't get it go all the you, way down the neck. You're assuming that they made masks out of latex back then. They probably didn't. That's probably just makeup caked on her. Yeah. You know, they didn't have the technology of latex masks like they have now. Latex wasn't invented? Not uh, really to the know. point. Not where it was used for masks. It was in balloons, but it wasn't used for masks. All right. We'll have to look into that for the fun facts, Jody. We'll have to see what's going on. With yeah. I don't all right. I'm already I'll looking it up. I bet you that's all makeup. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, I'm interested. I'm sure we're gonna learn some things I bet, I bet it is. about the makeup. But yeah. So this mission, like this mission, is like okay. We know we're sick. We know we're having this issue. It's not like super obvious that they're infected with this old age disease right away. They kind of go about their business somewhat um, until like you know it starts slowly. Like they're all having a hard time concentrating. They're forgetting things. It's kind of starts with Kirk and McCoy more in particular, um, and it comes to a. Um, ahead pretty quickly but um before all that we get to meet this other guy commodore stalker uh what do you guys think of him idiot what a what a total, bureaucrat total idiot oh this guy he had to go all right dave i i got your answer i just checked in they are latex prosthetics latex prosthetics yeah okay well they did have them back then they did have them oh this then. was second season so this would have been 68 right 60, 67 yeah. i think this is the at the end of 67 67 okay yeah okay but jody what do you I think i didn't know that either commodore stalker i don't care uh, oh. it, it, he's such an insignificant character i just hate him he's, he's got so, a pretty big role in this episode well he has a big role but he's just a jerk like why did he not just go around the neutral zone rather than go through it <laughs> because he has no experience on a starship He's an I idiot. know, but, he, he, but he's the neutral zone. He should have said, "Well, what's that?" You know, or something. He should. Well, at least, I assume we can't go through the neutral zone. Well, somebody in his high of a rank would probably know what a neutral zone is. I would imagine. Well, and, and, and he had... should have. They should have of 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 navigated around it, not through it. Yeah. Well, absolutely, I agree. Well, that's what Kirk tells yeah. them to do once they get up there. Yeah. So the, what we learn about Commodore Stalker is that he's um, a, a flag officer. Uh, he outranks Kirk, but he's not a com he's not a field command officer. So he doesn't 
Uh, he's never commanded a ship or anything like that. He's he just he has kind of moved up the ranks. He's more of an administrator, really, like a bureaucrat. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I guess like Kirk's job was to take him to his next base or his next assignment, which was to command Starbase Ten. Um, and so he's in a hurry to get to Starbase Ten uh, for whatever reason. He's just that's his new assignment. He's more comfortable there, um, and uh, you know he's like as opposed to like maybe a Commodore Matt Decker who we met in uh, the um, uh, what's the episode the Doomsday Machine, right yeah. where they were fighting the the Doomsday Machine uh, with the constellation, um, you know. And so that guy that Commodore was a field officer, but this guy has never really done those kinds of things. He's always been sort of off to the side. He, he should definitely know yes what the Romulan neutral zone is. He knows all the other regulations. He should certainly know those, but. Yeah. What he seems to do in this episode is he's like, well, we'll just go across the neutral zone to Starbase 10 because it's the quickest route. Um, he just wanted to get off the ship. He didn't care about the ship. He didn't care about the ship or the crew. He seems like a, not maybe not a good guy. Is he that almost right? got off in a different way. Blown he up. almost got it destroyed <laughs> by, yeah. you know, it would be like, yeah, like flying it basically into enemy territory. Uh, he's like, well, we'll just have to, well, just have to surrender to these Romulans. And Chekhov's like, come on, man, they don't take prisoners. Are you kidding me? Like, you know, um, why Sulu wasn't given command of the ship? I don't really understand in this episode. Yeah. Uh, because like they're like, okay, well, Kirk can't do it, Spock can't do it, Scotty can't do it. Fine. Well, it depends but, on who you ask, because supposedly Yahura is fourth in command, but so is Sulu. So Sulu would be ahead of Yahura, I think. Um, uh, not according to Nichelle Nichols. <laughs> not according to her? No, not according to her. I don't her. think it's up to her, but well, um I remember yeah. I remember hearing something about that, how she was the fourth and he was the fifth. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that. I, I don't okay. know if that's true, but I've heard it. Um, no, because he's a, he's a gold shirt. He would definitely be ahead of her. Um, uh, I don't know if the color of the shirt really matters here, Dave. Does it? Well, Brock is a blue shirt. He's ahead of. Uh, well, yeah, ranks him too. Yeah, Scotty's red shirt. Well, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that gold shirt always trumps blue shirt. What I want to know is I'm who's that cards woman here, on there, Dave? Who's that woman in the fancy dress that's been? Hanging around on the ship for this episode. Oh yeah, okay. Let's talk about Doctor Wallace. Whoever That's the heck second person she? That has no purpose in this episode. Yeah, yeah no idea why she's there. She's just there. so. What is the deal? I don't really know. I actually wrote down in my notes a few times. Who is this? She's uh, an old fling. What? Yeah, That's she's why an old is girlfriend. she allowed to walk around in that dress versus having a uniform on? Well, she's well, not she's in Starfleet. Not Starfleet. <laughs> okay, so what's she doing there? Oh, we're both nerds. Is she with that guy with the red the red uh, shirt on? Her expertise is in endocrinology and cell structure, which is the science of internal organ chemistry and hormonal chemistry. Um, so yeah, she was a, an old girlfriend of spa of Kirk's from around 2261, about seven years before the, this, they had called it off to kind of pursue their own careers. And uh, she um, she met some other guy, some other doctor who was in the same field. They got married. Uh, he died. The husband died. How do and you so, know this? I'm reading it up. Apparently this was said in dialogue. We just didn't pick up on it. Yeah, she was. And he was oh. like 27 years older than her. Because she yeah. was the old yeah. guy. I did catch the 27 year old thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like Shenton, uh, Dave. It's like Shenton with this girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna and, chalk. I'm gonna chalk her up to Star Trek convenience. They needed somebody like this on the ship. 
Yeah, I, well, that's all it is. Only he's 37 years older, Dave. It just says she happened to be on the ship during this mission. And it's not really explained, like, unless yeah. she was a passenger. Well, I'm um, guessing she was a passenger. Maybe she was going to Starbase 10 with uh, Commodore Stalker. Yeah. Um, maybe. But, yeah, like, the fact that she's here also is because uh, Dr. McCoy is kind of like, he's afflicted by this, too. He can't do much. And so I think she's kind of a MacGuffin here to sort of help find a cure. Uh, and help talk the doctor through from a scientific standpoint as well. But they spend a lot of time in dialogue and in these scenes kind of lamenting over Kirk's. Well, we could have had, we could have been great together, Janet, but it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of flamed. Yeah. She's, she got a job and he's got a ship. And it's after her scene where we kind of get her whole backstory that, you know, this is where Kirk's mind starts slipping. Uh, you know, he, it starts with him saying, like, uh, just stand in orbit, Mr. Sulu. And he's like, you already gave me that order. He's like, well, then follow it and do it, he <laughs> says to uh, to Sulu. Uh, then we got a scene where shirt, shirtless Kirk, he still can't rem remember his previous orders. We, we even get to see him, like, putting on the shirt at one point. And he's got the zip. You see the zipper, actually, from on the side here because there is a zipper that goes down here that uh, they would have to do so that they could put the shirt on after they put the makeup on. That was why, but that was never really shown. Um, but he can't remember his orders either shirt or no shirt. Uh, he is still confused. Uh, then Robert Johnson, he dies. The, can you hear me? You have to speak louder. Uh, he's dead. He was the last survivor of the colony. Um, he would, I guess his wife uh, went before him. And then that this is where they, they you know, he goes to he goes to uh, sick base. Like I think I got muscular strain bones or something. We hear we, at this point we're really seeing the visible like grayness that they're putting on to the, especially onto McCoy because McCoy well, and Scotty are older. And one of them makes a comment about how like your gray's coming in, and it's like, but you're looking at a guy who also has the exact same problem overnight. Like yeah. it, it wasn't even overnight. It was like within what minutes. Right. Like, yeah. I guess they don't really establish how long they've been on the ship since they came back up, right? But it's at least it's it's most like a couple days, I think. Um, maybe, yeah. You know, I don't know. Like from the time they beam up, and then Robert Johnson is the last to die. So I don't know how many days or hours went by exactly, but it starts to affect them. You read there's a call from Scott. He's like, I think I need to come and see a, a doctor. And he's like, All you need is vitamins. But fine. <laughs> come on. Yeah, McCoy's uh, even more crabby than he usually is. So you're like, you know, there's something off. Right. Um, yeah, there's just something going on. Like when Scotty comes in, like looking like I showed the picture before, they're like, whoa, okay, I think there's something going on here. Uh, we go to commercial, come back, and there, Kirk's log, he's like, we're all showing signs of aging, except for Chekhov. And Chekhov's doing that Stairmaster against the, the wall oh, yes, thing yes. that McCoy likes to get them to do. That's that's the medical test of all medical tests, really. It really is. Like <laughs> if you can if you can climb stairs inverted on a wall, you're gonna get myself one of those. <laughs> Here's the thing that stood out to me though. There's just the scene like we I, I, Lieutenant Galway, who we mentioned before, you know, she she um got who went to the she you know, she kind of looks at this mirror on the way out and she was like stupid place to hang a mirror and then she storms off that was the end of her because i think she, she, she dies <laughs> after this but like it kind of stood aside to me that like uh or stood apart from me that like this this woman character is more concerned with her looks than her dying 
of old age. But like, I just, not that I think that, I don't think that that would be accurate. Ashley, can you speak to this? Yeah, that's just the way Star Trek was. The original series a... it was all about that's just one of those little digs at women that they like to put in that is pretty <laughs> hilarious many. yeah yeah i thought so too um it just kind of like well a woman without her beauty what would she be yeah you know? um yeah so anyway dead but, dead that's dead. what she is <laughs> pointless apparently um and, you know, she didn't make Might it as well be uh, dead yeah, she, she didn't die of old age. She committed suicide because of that mirror. Is that true? No. She was just like, I'm so, I'm so ugly. I'm just going to die. She now. came into the room and she Gave goes, ah. now, There's probably a deleted scene where, like, you know, McCoy takes the mirror off and he's like, <laughs> got her. Too much arthritis. Shout, shout out to uh, William Shatner in this scene, though, because in the scene before, when Bones scanned him, he said, You have arthritis and it's getting worse and then in this scene he was walking around and it doesn't you don't really see it but he's got like the old man like arthritis hands yes. like he's oh, really? just walking around that. yeah yeah there's a few times in this episode where I, I i think shatner really leans into like well this yeah. is what an old man acts like it's like he's doing an impersonation yeah. of his like grandfather maybe, he starts to like hunch a little bit yeah yeah i did yeah. notice that yeah, yeah. his posture right. was weird yeah they were, like, they were they were saying uh, yeah we're six we're in our 60s now right they're old <laughs> old guys well the funny thing is if you look at them it's like those guys aren't 60 come on they're they, like they were more easily like 85 80. they look yeah. like yeah 90s or something but it, they look older than shatner looks now yeah yeah shatner's ways. 90 yeah, yeah, Shatner's ninety now, but back then, yeah, like, uh, well, here's one, here's one here where he's taking a nap. Um, they go, they give like Kirk like this the hair that they give him here, where it's like slicked back and it's like gray. And it's just it's a thing. very weird. The, I think yeah. the reason why they did this is because they all have the same wig, so yeah. it's all the same like kind of blondish wig, and then they've dyed part or or they've dyed just the top of it to make it blondish. Because if you look at some of the other guys, they're wearing the same type of wig, but because of the high def, you can actually see like where the dye line is yeah. on the scalp. Like it's, it's, it's really, uh, obviously, you know, it wouldn't have mattered back, back then with the resolution, no. but, uh, right. you know, it's, it's interesting to see because you kind of know what's going on now, right? Where you didn't back then. Right. So kind of neat. Yeah. And, and, and aside from that, just in terms of the plot, like, uh, Kirk and McCoy are getting more and more cranky and curmudgeon-y uh, throughout yeah. this. Uh, they're just getting grumpy with yeah. each other. Why don't you find a cure? I'm trying. Okay. And then, um, yeah. you know, up on the bridge, uh, Stalker's like, hey, man, when are we getting to Starbase 10? And he's like, we're going to be late. We are. We're not going. Um, and uh, this is kind of like the scene where Kirk kind of like shows that he's not competent because this is where he gives like orders three times. He doesn't know the name of the planet. He's saying to use the wrong codes code two or code three um you know uh they're, they're, they're still trying to like solve the, the disease um and and like the yeoman hands him the report to sign and he he's like I, yeah, I, don't sign. I don't have to sign this i already signed it or something or yeah if i signed it like i wouldn't ask for it and then he did he didn't he did sign it already so there's kind of like you can you can kind of see the point, but then there's also like, well, who would get command of the ship if it if not Spock? Normally we go to Spock, but Spock is not uh, in a position to do that. Um, 
and which you makes know, no sense considering he, he was. lives. Yeah, he lives like what three, four times longer than humans. About three and times. He yeah. was competent through the entire episode. Yeah, even at the end, he was incompetent. like, granted, he, was he wasn't a hundred percent. Right, yeah, but he but, still could have commanded the ship. At he that he point, was slowing down a little, but he yeah. wasn't that bad. No, there was nothing yeah. that nothing as bad as Kirk showed. Right, no. like no, just Kirk not was able like to... Dementia City. Yeah, he's just was he, getting the things wrong. He would have handled the Romulans better than the Commodore did. Right, well, even even under this affliction, yes, because the Commodore did everything wrong, starting with flying into the neutral zone. Nurse Chapel probably would have did a better job. Probably, yes. Um, uh, and this is okay. It's Spock. Spock's talking to McCoy at this point. He's like, "I'm, I'm too cold." I've, he says he increased his temperature by 125 degrees. Does he mean Celsius? Either way, either no, way, that's still an issue. By or two? Yeah, two would be fine. Two 125 degrees. Either way, it's pretty. Yeah. What's 125? Fahrenheit. 125 like, uh, Fahrenheit is is really hot. It's really like um, well, a fever is 40, what 104. 40, 40, 50, 25 in Fahrenheit is 51.6 in Celsius. Yeah, yeah, but he's 50, an alien, remember? Yeah, so from a hot planet. Different. But he's from like, what can planet. I? What can I do to? McCoy's like, I will be giving you a house call. Uh, not with it so hot there. Um, but couldn't he wear a coat, Spock, if he was that cold, or like a jacket? Sweater, a toque. He never not, came into. That's question. not uniform. There's not. There was not. There was no. There's no like Starfleet coat, uniform coat you could wear. No, no. I never saw one. No, on the original. He had, a rough t- he had a rough time in this spot. He couldn't get. He couldn't get any relief. You know. Uh. And th- so this is kind of like after this. This is where Commodore Starker goes up to Spock. And he's like, "Hey, listen, I want your help. I want to relieve Kirk in command." Uh, and Spock's like, I'm not fit for command either. And he goes, well, if Kirk's not, and you won't. Uh, and Spock is like, I don't really want to do this. Like, I resist the suggestion. But Spock ultimately does do it because this is Spock, and he follows the rules. But he's, like, really torn up about it. He's kind of conflicted about it. Um, and they do convict the hearing. Did you notice, like, in the hearing where Shatner's sitting there, does his shirt look different now in it's this? bigger. It's, it's bigger. Like bigger. So they're doing yeah, it to make I, him look smaller? That, that'll be I think so. Fact. I think they're trying to make it him look more frail. No, okay. I think they're trying to show that everybody's shrinking. Yeah, to make him look more frail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Well, yeah, I guess that would be the same thing. Yeah. It's effective because you definitely notice it in this scene where he's just like, he's hunched in the chair and he looks like yeah. he's you notice swimming. it with him, but you don't notice it with anybody else. Yeah. In my opinion. But they don't make as much of a deliberate effort as uh, with anybody else as this. Um well, I, I think, think it's because you see him in the chair, right? So you kind of you kind of see yeah. a full body of him. Right. Everybody he, else has people around. He doesn't look commanding. There. He doesn't look big, and you know. Yeah. Those kinds well, of they're trying to show he's brittle, right? He's he's this old. They guy did a good that job. Apparently, in the twenty third century, all you get is dementia when you're older. Uh, dementia but, and grumbliness. Yeah, grumpiness often. Grumpy. Don't remember anything. Right. Um. He goes, well, we're only having this this hearing because Commodore wants to go to Starbase 10. Isn't that right, Commodore? And uh, Spock's like, you don't even know the name of the planet, man. You, know, you think it's such and such. Yeah, planet. it's supposed to be four or something. And, and he, he says two. two. Yeah. 
Yeah. And th- this was the scene where like they focused in on Shatner a few times where you could like see his face like moving inside of the makeup glue and stuff a lot like on the close-ups um but hey it's the 60s mine's just Uh, fat (laughs) um and then so it's over so this is where stalker's like like it can't be spock it can't be scotty and he's like you would rather i'm a flag officer it's better that i command than some junior officer whether it be uhura or sulu it doesn't no it's not i disagree it, it seems like it would have been better if it had been either Uhura or Sulu because they neither of them would have been dumb about this. But almost anybody they could have put in command that would have done a better job than him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They could have found the janitor in like corridor two. Probably could have did it. Anyone else on the <laughs> ship would have known not to enter in the neutral zone. Yeah, everybody else would be like, "Yeah, no, we're not supposed to go in there. Can we just we fly around it? Not go in there." Yeah. What's that? Uh, yeah, because there's the whole scene where 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 Spock goes to tell Kirk like the result of the, like the vote. He's yeah. like, well, you've always wanted my job, Spock. And now he's going, he's like, I don't have your job. He's like, well, who does? And he was like, stalker. And he's like, he's you damn fool. You're going to get us all killed. He's never mm-hmm. had a command. Um, and Dr. Wallace is here for this whole scene, right? Where basically Kirk's like, you stabbed me in the back and you took everything from me and get out of my sight. And she's just kind of in the room for it. And it's really awkward, um, you know? And then she kind of like uh, tries to comfort him like are they are they trying to get their relationship going again anyone i think she is it's pretty yeah she She, she seems to like the old men is he becoming increasingly more (laughs) handsome to her i think so she seems to like the old men that's why it didn't work out because he got his his youth back that's right okay take note um he goes well you don't run a starship with your body you run it with your head he says, um, "No, I think it needs some body as well." Well, you you have to be able to just walk up to your chair. Well, the odd time when you got to get in a fight with a Klingon or something. Yeah, right. that that helps. Somebody's um, got to push those red shirts in front. And after like the scene here, um, this is where like okay, we need to get we get they get Spock, Kirk, and McCoy together in sick bay, and I guess uh, Doctor Wallace is there too. And they go, what was the thing with Chekhov? Why did Chekhov not get sick? Why is he doesn't have this? And they go, we all beamed down together and we were always together. And they go, wait, no. Chekhov left for a bit. They only figure out this. Like, how many days later is this? I know. And it's it's such a rapidly evolving thing that you you think you would have tried to figure that out way earlier in the game. Yeah, but they don't. They yeah. took well, them they to had time, time for like a court martial slash tribunal, yeah. whatever the hell it was. But they didn't have time yeah. to look into this. No, no. This seems like simple logic. But yeah. anyway, um, and they get you know they go okay. But th- what's the thing about Chekhov? He got scared. Heart beats faster. Breasts are shorter. And then the adrenaline. And then they talk about hyronaline. Hyronaline, like the I guess what is the modern um, radiation medication that they use? But they're like. We used to use adrenaline for radiation uh, before hyronaline. And so they're, I don't know, Kirk and McCoy, no, Spock and McCoy, I I guess Dr. Wallace, they kind of deduce something. They come up with some science. Uh, While this is happening, the Romulans attack and Commodore Stalker is not doing so well. You know, he's like, hey, uh, Sulu, why don't you try um, calling them? Like, give them a hail them and see what they say. He's like, come on, man. Like, they're not going to (laughs) listen. We flew into the neutral zone. This is a dumb move. Anyway, Spock makes the cure. (laughs) This is a dumb. 
Uh, Spock makes the cure. He goes, it's crude and untested. And uh, and they're kind of debating who should get it Why first. Why did he bring it over in a glass? when While when it's, it's shaking. Already... A lid. What a lid would have been nice. I know, but why did you bring it over in the glass when it was already loaded in the syringe? That's a good point. Uh, his yeah. senility. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he forgot. He's like, okay. drink it, inject it. I don't give a fuck. Just get it in you. <laughs> maybe yeah. that's what it is. And and the the ship's or maybe just he's getting... going to get his dentures done. Maybe, maybe the ship's just getting salsa. pounded throughout this by the Romulans. And I I did like kind of did, Dad. You do like the action. Of the, like the Romulans attacking with the oh yeah that was kind of cool. It's nice to have some but, action in the show. <laughs> but um, I want to know what Jody's opinion is on that on that um, that fixture in the sick bay with this tin foil on it. <laughs> oh yeah. oh yeah yeah. I knew you were going to be bringing that up, Jody. My my son, we were watching this, and my son goes, "Why are they standing around a space dildo?" <laughs> <laughs> It you was know what? Kind of... I was I was gonna take the 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 adult way out on this one, <laughs> and uh, not mention it. But now that you mention it, yes, it was very crinkly dildo. Yeah, it looked uh, like it was uh, tin foil wrapped around something. Yeah, uh, dildo. Yeah, I I, I think uh, Ashley's kids are correct here. Uh, I do have a couple pictures of it here. Hold on, let me get this going. Of course, uh, you have pictures of this. Well, I've, oh, yeah, the internet. Sure. The internet needs to know. Uh, hmm. Okay, so you can kind of see them here. There's there one. This is a very oh, scientific boy. device, Dad. I know, but it's tinfoil on it. I think. <laughs> oh, for sure. Or or in yeah. it. I think it's a glass tube that has tinfoil shoved in it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah I, think, okay. I think you're right. Yeah, like a beaker. Yeah, yeah like kind of it. An upside down beaker. Yeah, it's something. It's some sort of tube. They really do feature it quite a bit in this, though. It, it has a lot of prominence in a lot of scenes. Like, they're standing right in front of it in yeah. a lot of cases. Yeah, they're very yeah. proud of it. They they're are. Like, Look what we made. You know what? They're like, Did that's a glass tube for? and like hmm? $2 worth of Did aluminum have... foil. Was that right? it? Did they ever say what that was for? No. That's, I don't know. I mean, for... it might be in fun facts. I don't know. I haven't read all the fun facts yet. So I don't think so. Okay, but uh, where are we in the episode? Okay, there's the attack. Basically, we're gonna get blown up by Romulans unless Kirk can get up there and save the day. Uh, so he says, "Give me the shot first. and he takes it, and like it could kill you or you could save you. And he 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 goes for it. Very heroic. Um, and. The whole, I wrote here, the de-aging sequence with Kirk was strange because we're, we're, Painful, they kept apparently. like, they kept like, like, like going onto his crotch or yeah. something. What was going yeah. on? Yeah. Well, I think they're trying to show you that like, uh, when he goes from old man back to youngin, he, he's good to go again. Yeah. Kind of similar to the same thing that happened with Jekyll and Hyde in the, in the old movie. Jekyll and Hyde. Like a transformation? from... Yeah, the transformation was painful, and he would go back and forth between between characters, and I think that's what they kind of made it look like. But it was like Janice, jo- Doctor, focusing on his crotch. Doctor yeah. Wallace, yeah, like standing true. over him and like looking at. That his would have face. taken way too much money, Jody, to show the com- the you know the conversion back. You know, that's true. Too much makeup. 
There would have been a lot of makeup in that scenario. I think you just you yeah. could have done it with a dissolve effect or something, but you know they uh, they did they didn't go that route here. Spent all the money on the makeup. Uh, Dave, it was the sixties. It was the sixties. Okay. Um, then he gets back to the bridge and he immediately goes into Plan B. <laughs> yeah, he like he's very commanding in the in the in the bridge scene. He's like, step aside, Commodore, and he's like, okay, get on code two and tell them that we're about to destroy ourselves with our Corbomite device or maneuver, which is yeah. going to blow it up on force because they had established earlier that Romans had cracked code two. Um, and you know when he said send it by code what, three. Wasn't there a show called the Corbomite Maneuver? There's yeah. an episode called the Corbomite Maneuver. We watched yeah. it. So, so that was was that must have been with the Klingons then, not with the Romulans, or the, was that with the, the Corbomite Maneuver? Is the one? Um, what is the the Corbomite Maneuver? That's the one with your favorite guy, isn't it? Uh, oh, maybe yes. That's with your yes. Mitch McConnell uh, guy. Yes, yeah. And yes. so that what so the Romulans didn't hear about it because if it was with the Romulans. Uh, adversary, then they'd say, well, they would know about that. Yeah. No, that was against the First Federation, which is more in the Alpha Quadrant, and the Romulans yeah, are on okay. the other side. Uh, okay. They're near, they're near the Beta Quadrant. But yeah, uh, yeah, Kirk's just like, tell them we're about to blow ourselves up, and then they just like they run for it. They go warp eight out of here, and and it's kind of fun how they animate it all um, in the space sequence where they're like boom, and then I guess the Romulans couldn't catch up; they weren't as fast as the Enterprise. And that was it. And uh, Commodore Stalker's like, oh boy, you really know how to command a ship. I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then McCoy shows up. He's been cured. And he goes, uh, Spock, I guess, is the Spock didn't get it right away. Spock waited. Um, they do establish, yeah, that's, that Vulcans live longer. Spock is an anti-vaxxer. He was, yeah, maybe. He was He's doing not, research on Facebook. Yeah, he was he was he was hesitant. He was vax hesitant, yeah, but he got yeah. he gets cured. It also just changes your hair right back too, even after, um, which was which was fun. Hey, that's uh, handy. Let's that was honest. handy. Yeah, you know, so it was great. Um, Don't need to dye your hair back or anything. Yeah, and so that's the plot of the episode, and we touched on a lot of the big parts. But I don't mind this. I thought this was a good story. Um, you know, I think this like it's not really the story. I have a problem with it's the execution. Yeah, yeah, true. It's just well, so slow. It's so slow, yeah. so boring. Yeah, has so yeah, many things that aren't needed in the episode, and like the only action you get is at the end, and it's not even related to really anything to do with the main storyline. It's just it's a consequence of what you know some idiot who took who takes charge does, right? Like that's the only real thing you get. So, other than of course Kirk's crotch during the transformation process, but. <laughs> Okay, here's a question from the from the audience: Who would win, old Kirk on on this show, from this episode, or the actual older Kirk from later, um, from like I don't know, generations, let's say. Uh, generations, Kirk for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm with yeah, you. No question there. Yeah, he would. He would. Good question. Punched, he punched that. Uh, what's his name? Doctor Soren was played by Malcolm McDowell. Yes, he was. He was still. He was. He was chopping wood. Come on. And riding yeah, horses and, and cracking vegetarian eggs and cooking breakfast. Yeah, I don't remember that episode. That's a movie. Well, it's, it's a movie. movie. You haven't seen it. Oh, that's Next the one time. where Kirk and Spot or Kirk and Picard teamed up. Oh, okay, didn't see it for for for. It's also the one where Kirk dies. But anyway, um, well, so moving on, Jody, do you got some facts for us? 
I do, and I do have to apologize in advance. I'm just fighting off a co- uh, cold here, and I've been coughing a bit. So if I happen to stop for a second, uh, that's me doing that. Um, the cast wore oversized versions of their costumes as the characters age in order to give them the impression they were shrinking. Oh, there you go. So it was uh, not just Shatner then. Apparently all of them did, but the only one we really noticed was Shatner. Uh, William Shatner resisted looking too old as Captain Kirk age. This is why the first aging Kirk's hairline is receding, but later his hair is more full. There you go. Uh, shocker. That shocker that Shatner yeah. resisted this. Uh, yeah. Kirk's, Kirk's age is established in this episode as 34 years old. So there you go. But he, but Shatner in, in 1967, actually he would have been 34 years. Uh, yeah, but 34 years old. But So that's accurate too. But does that seem young for... How the captain, yes. Well, even just how Shatner felt if you like, you know, so basically Shatner's between 33 how he and acts, I would say no, but for a captain, I would say yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he just like as a he acts I like a 34-year-old. A lot of them. I always thought I, I always thought of Captain Kirk in the original series as being like, I don't know, late 30s to early 40s, but he's actually quite a bit younger than that here. So um, but anyway, I digress. There you go. Uh, having been born in July 16th, 1882, Felix Locker, who played Robert Johnson, is the earliest born actor ever appear in any Star Trek episode or film. Wow. So there you go. Mm. He was born in 1882? 1882. Yes. And he was only 20, 29. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, but anyway. So, well, he was 20. Uh, he, would have been, he would be 29 in 1911. Today How old he'd be 110. He'd be 110 now? Yeah. Well, he's dead. Around there, yeah. But if he wasn't no, dead. No, I mean, no, that's no, the, more than that. He'd be more than that. He'd be, he'd be 139. Older than that. Older than that, even. 139. You said 1880, what? 1882. Two. So next year, he would 139. be 139. Uh, yeah, 139. 140. Yeah, so 139, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, each crew member displays different symptoms of aging. Captain Kirk suffers from short-term memory loss and arthritis. Spock becomes hypersensitive to temperature changes. McCoy becomes more moody and irritable. He was not, already not you, moody and not irritable. Not that you'd notice. Uh, no. And Galloway suffers from hearing loss. And Scotty finds that he's always tired. So there you go. <laughs> Scotty never uh, showed up much in this episode. No, he was only kind of in for a little bit. Uh, according to Walter... Just... <laughs> Can never say Walter's last name. How's it spelled? Caning. Caning? Is it Caning? Okay. Kaning. I always say Caning or something like that. It's like one of those uh, names like Taves that doesn't sound like it's spelled. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, anyway, a close-up shot of his eyes was filmed as Chekhov sees the dead body. However, Caning uh, kept blur- blinking during the shot, and it took 15 takes to get it right. However, the shot was deleted from the episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was time well time well spent. Uh, this is the first time he McCoy is aged. Right, you'll never get back. <laughs> this is the first time McCoy is aged using makeup in order to look much older than he is. The second time is in the Star Trek Generations episode, Encounter at Farpoint. Both versions look very similar. Yes. They do, actually. They do. Because this hap- this hap- they got this disease in Next Gen, too, right? Uh, they got something like it, yeah. yeah like Pul- it was, Pulaski. It, it was a Pulaski episode, so obviously it doesn't really, it's not that important. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Uh, Lieutenant Uhura was originally supposed to be one of the landing uh, landing party. Uh, ugh, 
Let's try that again. Supposed to be one of the landing party that starts to age, but Gene Roddenberry refused to allow this on the grounds that it would make her unattractive. So get, give it to this Lieutenant Galway. <laughs> yeah. You need so, someone to kill off. However, in the original series episode, All the Children Shall Lead, Yuhura has a rapid aging scene. That's right. Very, yeah. Which we've seen already. Right. Yeah. Where she looks in the mirror. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, William Shatner reportedly threatened producer Robert H. Justman with bodily harm after enduring a three-hour old-age makeup process for no reason. Quote, who's afraid of such a wrinkled, feeble old coot? Scuffed Justman. No, 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 nevertheless, there we go. Uh, Justman kept uh, his office door locked until the shooting was filmed. <laughs> so Shatner would say he was going to punch his lights out or something? Apparently he was not happy with the, the procedure of aging, apparently. So there you go. Uh, he locked himself it, inside of his office. That's good. yeah, locked so that way uh, William Shatner couldn't uh, go and kick his ass. Uh, well, back then I guess Shatner could kick somebody's ass. So there you go. Um, in the first scene, in the first scene, the landing party beams down to a planet surface in front of two buildings. The first one is a curved exterior with alternating raised light blue panels and sunken white panels with no ribs. Uh, but the second one has a similar curved exterior ribs clearly protruding from the roof. The second building is a repurposing of the structure used as the home of Zephyrin Cochran in the original series Metamorphosis. Oh, yeah. So there you go. So I, I, I thought I saw something like that previously. So there reuse, you go. recycle, reuse. What is it? Reuse, recycle. Reduce, recycle. Redu reduce, recycle. Reduce, yeah. So they're, so they're doing good things by reusing stuff. There you go. They were ahead of the time. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Wallace's costume is made out of drapes. As that Doesn't tends to be on me. this episode in this series. <laughs> that, uh, that comes up a lot. What? Actually. This is a beautiful dress. What are you talking about? That is, those are drapes, my friend. <laughs> Which doesn't shock mm -hmm. me because... It wasn't 60s, that good of a dress. The 60s. Yeah, had we don't see much of it there, Dave. You know, so no, I, I get it. I'll get you a better picture. <laughs> Who puts anyway. bubblegum pink drapes up in their house, though? Uh, mm. anybody in the 60s, Yikes. the guy who owns the Pepto Bismol company. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Another person, <laughs> or is a diehard Barbie fan? Uh, uh, the last shot of the episode was reused from Star Trek the original series Amok Time from 1967. Note the wig there on Chekhov, which didn't have for the entire episode, so he just all of a sudden has a wig. So, there you go. Um, uh uh and okay on this day october 13th 2001 uh james t kirk aka william shatner at the age of 90 years young went boldly into a mission of the final frontier the new shepherd spaceship there you go i don't know why that's in there but it's in there so he would have been he would have been 70 years old not 90 in 2001 well well apparently them they they said that he would be 90 at that point so i don't know that doesn't make any sense because he wouldn't even i don't know man it's the internet <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't even know why that's in there, quite honestly. But this is the problem with you, when you don't read them before you actually read them on the air. Uh, mm -hmm. And one last one: Kirk reuses the scam involving the Corbinite device, which is first described in Star Trek: The Original Series, the Corbinite maneuver. Uh, although Chekhov was not on the bridge on this occasion, he obviously heard the story from somewhere, as he and Sulu exchanged knowing looks as Kirk mentions the word. Yeah, that was a good. I one. didn't notice that actually. <clears throat> I saw I saw them like yeah give a look there. Um, I just figure they just like to glaze at each other so often. That's what that's what a dress made out of uh, drapes looks like. 
right there. Or was it this one? I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'm sure both of them are contenders. <laughs> Let's be honest. Probably. Yeah. Also, we got uh, Jeremy's uh, saying uh, Kirk was the youngest captain in the star of late at 30 something or other, uh, early 30s. So, so that kind of made him stand out. Um, I don't you know, know if he was going forward, though. Uh, there's definitely younger captains after him, I think. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And even like uh, well, youngest his, at that point, his counterpart from the Kelvin timeline, as played by Chris Pine, becomes a captain even younger, True. Uh, despite yeah. joining Starfleet after. Um, like the, he doesn't but it's Starfleet. an alternate timeline. That's not so. canon, Dave. Well, it's canon. It's just in an alternate timeline. I know. I just like saying canon in at least one episode. <laughs> and then <laughs> Jamil was here. He goes, it doesn't matter. I know. Jamil would be like, it doesn't matter. Just like, enjoy it. Does it matter. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we are going to go over to our ratings and put a rating in for this episode. Adam's not with us. We'll have to get his rating later. Um, let's bring it up. So the Deadly Years. Dad, where do you want to rank this yeah, one? I'd probably go a six and a half. Okay. Make it full screen, Dave. Oh, yeah. Uh, there we go. Oh, now I can read it. All right. Okay. I'm going to give this, um, I'll give this a seven and a half. That's good. Actually, I'm a seven. Seven. Adam's not with us. And Jody. Uh, I'm going to do six and a half. I'm with Ted on that one, which is very odd because we're usually never <laughs> together on episodes, but I know. Yeah, yeah, easily. Um, okay, so that averages at a 6.9 for tonight. Um, eh, kind of okay, nothing, not it's bad, definitely not, not even in the top 10 worst episodes, but not, no, no, it's definitely not. It's kind of in the middle of the no pack. space hippies. It's got a 7.4 on IMDb, so it, you know, it's uh, it's just about it's a little, it's technically above average for season two, which is it's a part of. So, just looking ahead, um, we have three left. And the next episode we're doing is called By Any Other Name, uh, which, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Dad, you know this episode? I do, yeah. I, I know it. Me it too. We did it in radio theater. It was one of the early ones, right, Ashley? Yep. Oh, is that right? Yes. And uh, I played. Next week uh, we'll be at 10, 10 o'clock, eight. Next week we're at 10. Um, 10 7, then 10. Yeah, so we're doing by any other name. That's a sh that's an episode where like these aliens come along and they can turn you into a dehydrated disc and they can crush you up if they want to. Yeah. Um, oh, so, okay. Yeah. yeah, I know that one because there's like these squid aliens who took human. It's complicated. We'll talk about it next week, but uh, check that out. We'll be talking about it by any other name. We got three episodes left. Oh yeah, you tell us, Jeremy. Canon matters to me, and that's why I dislike the prequels. I. I'm, I'm with you. The prequels are usually more trouble than they're worth. But we're going to be talking about that. Uh, I'll be Jamil. Jeremy, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Because we're going to be talking about Star Trek Enterprise once this podcast wraps up in about four weeks or three weeks or so. Uh, it's a long road. Getting from there to here. It's been a long Kevin's time. joining us, Ashley. Kev I know. I told him he has to watch the episodes when I'm not around. <laughs> So we're going to be Everybody talking about Enterprise, so Enterprise, the Andromedans. You mean but the I have to watch Discovery when he's not around. So no, it's the Andromedans are the are the uh, from the next episode. Yeah. So don't worry, Kevin's going to become an expert in Enterprise and prequels and canon. Uh, he's going to love it. 
He's going to love it. Uh, anyway, so we have by any other well, name. Then, maybe not for a couple of years, but he will eventually. Then we have the cage. And then our final one will be called All Our Yesterdays. That's the final finale. And uh, I think we'll do some kind of a wrap-up or video or something I'm going to create to sort of commemorate this whole uh, experience of going through all 79 episodes uh, with the different panelists we've had. We'll bring Karen Rondo back, and we'll bring everybody back for a final uh, <laughs> chat uh, when this when this wraps up. Uh, also, check us out all the time here on Live Long and Podcast. We, we talk about different Star Trek things, including original series, of course, with this podcast. Tuesday nights, mostly. It's usually Tuesday night. Star Trek D Space Nine at 9. We'll be back tomorrow night talking about the uh, um, Sons of Moog, which is the episode where Kern shows up in Season 4 uh, to see his uh -huh. brother. Uh, not too happy with what the decisions Worf made during the uh, the Klingon Cardassian War. Um, so we'll be talking about that episode. And then this Thursday, we're going to be talking about the premiere episode of Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, we'll be on at 8 o'clock um, Eastern. Uh, I'll be with Jessica Chan and Davin Skelhorn to talk about that, the new Nickelodeon Star Trek show that's uh, premiering. The premiere episode is going to be called Lost and Found. It's an animated show. So if you uh, want to know what we think about that, check that out on Thursdays. Um, in a few weeks, we January, was it November? November 18th, we're starting Star Trek Discovery Season 4. Uh, and we'll be doing that on Thursdays as well. And check out next month. We'll be back with, an, with another monthly edition of Star Trek Radio Theater. Uh, we'll do one episode. Don't know what episode we're going to do yet. But in December, we're going to do Star Trek Radio Theater, a movie. And we've decided what that movie is going to be. It's what is it? Star, Star Trek First Contact. Oh, good movie. Yeah, so it's good. Don't go uh, criticizing my counseling techniques. And, we don't uh, have the time to talk about time. We don't have the time to argue about time. 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 Timeline. This is yeah. no Timeline. time That's to it. argue about time. We don't have, have the, time. the time. Correct. Uh, so we're gonna be doing that. We'll be doing reenactment. We'll get that. The movies are fun because we can bring in a big cast for those. I think Ashley the... should be Troy. I want to hear her say <laughs> that. Might... You want some Troy? I could go for that. Uh, that could be fun. I like being Troy. Yeah, what do we get? Uh, Dad, you want to be in that? I don't know. When is it? Uh, in December. No, I don't know. Depends we'll see, we'll see. We'll like, see if we get scheduled. Booked. He's booked. He's booked up. He's, he, it's hard to get him. Also, check out our other two channels. Uh, one's called Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. That's where we talk about shows that aren't related to Star Trek. And uh, every Wednesday, we, right now, we're talking about Survivor Season 41. I do that with uh, my brother Jeff and Jamil. I have also, to know, Dave, are, are you going to cover Tiger King 2? I will cover Tiger King too. Once when does that release? Uh November eighteenth, I think. November eighteenth. I might have to do it November nineteenth. Yeah, um, I don't know. I have to find out in Tiger King too. Well, well I don't know if on. they're releasing all the episodes at once, but I oh, okay, I was so in it might jail. be a staggered thing. Yeah, it might be a staggered thing. Jody, I thought that guy was in jail. I think he still is. They're just continuing. No. There's more to the it. Thing. This is There's like more apparently. Yeah. Tiger Queen, Carol I Baskin. I, 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 I feel terrible even liking it, but I do. We got to get Sterling back for those podcasts. He was on the first one uh, yeah. as well. And Candace. Um, She'd probably do it. She'd probably do it. She's talking to some Tiger King. Uh, and then Trivial Debates is our um, monthly show where we argue about movie, TV, sports, more in a game show format. We do that on last Sunday of every month. That's actually going to be this Sunday. Uh the 31st of October uh, it will be a Halloween themed. I will be hosting. Who's uh, on it? It's TBD. But oh. one of Jamil's friends looks like Rajesh. Cool. Working that out. And I think Adam Woodward would be part of it. Uh, but beyond that, I don't know yet. So, any, but anyone want to put their hand up? 
I'm looking for contestants. Um, I've won so many times. It's it's, it's just it's so much. You know, like you got to let other people. Win. You, you know what? You got to let other people win. Yeah, you can't hog it all. So it's uh. So those are all our channels, all our programs. Check all that out. We love our podcasts, and and so should so should you. Um. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> that's that's gonna, a promo. That's a promo. That's a spot. If if you don't believe in it, you know what? You never you will. You know what? If you don't like them, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, check out our uh, check out Davin Skellhorn's Star Trek podcast. It's called Locutors of Trek. You got the little logo good. up here, right here. Yes, um, nine. Yeah, he's got so uh, he's got his own Star Trek channel. He's he's the guy who joins us on different shows, including D Space Nine and Nine. And he's been on he's he'll be on the Prodigy podcast. So check out his podcast as well, and check out my son Eamon's podcast. It's called Let's Talk About Fighting Games. It's uh, on Spotify and wherever you listen to your audio podcasts. Check those things out if you like fighting video games. All right, everybody, uh, we're going to sign off for tonight. And uh, and uh, good, I got to head out to go curling. Good. Okay. Well, we can release. Hurry hard. Hurry, Hurry hard. hard. Uh, and and sign off and live long in pockets. Tracy, Tracy's number one in the world now, Dave. Our cousin, our, our other second cousin. Uh, our second cousin is number one curling for women in the world now. She all won, those, won a all big bond deal yesterday. Man, they're all they're all accomplishments. She won a big bond deal up in um, up in uh, Mrs. in Oakville actually. She wins some money. She, yeah, she won seventy five thousand. That's not bad. Wow. Yeah, for her, her team, did I mean? Well, good honor. They they split it. Yeah. Yeah, they split it. Yeah, but still, they did well. That's still good, amazing. Good. We got some good genes. <laughs> yeah, in the, it's on the turn scene. inside, though. On That's the on the turn inside. That's how your mother. Okay, said. I'm just not, I'm just happy if I went around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good one. We'll be back in a week to talk about by any other name. Uh, thanks, Ashley. Thanks, Jody. And regrets from Adam Woodward. He'll be back next week. All right, take care, you, Adam. Live long and okay. podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs>